When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everyone. This is a talisman. This is Ryan. This is Jeremy. This is Phil. <laughs> and you're listening to Tom and Zeus on the Shout It Out Loudcast. Loud oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Here we go. Boy. Stop pressing the button. Star? Simmons. Star? Paul Stanley. Is that what he does? Stop shouting. He's not what you would call a handsome man. Oh, no. Here come the kiss time. Is that a positive thing? Okay. All right. I'm going to grab me a nice cold mellow Why? Why do that to the fans? Stop it. Why? Because fuck them. Six one seven five two five zero. You do? Hey, fucko! Do you like kiss? Settle down. Hola, cómo te llama? Me llamo Jorge. Just kidding. Hello. Hey, what's up, the Kiss Army? Zeus in Chief with another episode of Shout <laughs> oh, It Out Loud. No, no, no. I knew he wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, no, no. Episode 222. <laughs> and we're calling this one Cinco de Mayo. Basically, the best fifth song on a Kiss album. Cinco? Pablo? <laughs> Chief, Is this how you doing? Be- <laughs> best? Best song done by Pico, Pico Chris, number cinco. Come on, Chief. Jeez. How you doing? <laughs> I can't believe I, I got this is another reason why I love our listeners. The fact that that Chief thing took <laughs> off and people are demanding that our Trotsky get us a T-shirt. Come on, yeah, buddy. Uh, yeah, he's falling off the face of the earth. I don't know what the fuck he's, he's too doing. handsome. He's getting back to his full time job as being a male escort. <laughs> He's not. He's he's a fucking body double for for Jeff Tate. <laughs> Separated maybe, at birth. Maybe he's on Mork right now. Oh, oh, yuck. <laughs> well, Tom, new month. Yes, and uh, got a lot of things coming up on Shout It Out Loudcast. Uh, some some of these things are exciting. You you shall see. But let's get to the episode. Last week we did a review of Spinning Gold. Mm-hmm. We did a poll. Tell us about mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so the, we know that the movie was short-lived in the theaters. It's not yet available on streaming or rental or stuff, so we understand the audience out there was not huge, but we did get a ton of great feedback for the people that did see it, and they did really like it, which was good to hear. Uh, so the poll, we just asked simply, what was your favorite kiss moment in the movie? Uh, and the options were the scene where they're playing at the record party, where the sprinkles go off, uh, the scene of the conversation between Gene and Neil on the bus, the scene involving the story behind Beth, the controversy, quote unquote, regarding that, uh, and the role of Joyce being kind of explored in the movie. Uh, Joyce DeWitt? Yeah, yeah, Joyce DeWitt, <laughs> yes. Um. 43% thought the Beth story was kind of the best part. I I, I probably agree with that. Um, 26% thought the Gene and Neil scene on the bus was good. I agree with that, too. I thought the record party, that only got 22%. I thought that was kind of better than that. Excuse me. Uh, and only 9% really cared about Joyce DeWitt. But, I mean, as a Kiss nerd, I thought that was kind of cool. Um, Matt Vicente said it would be interesting to know how much of that Gene sec- scene on the bus was factual. That is kind of interesting because that was that was a long part of the movie. So you wonder if that's based in any reality or not. A couple other comments here. God, everybody's saying walk away, chief, chief, walk away. I love all that. Good review, chief and Zeus. <laughs> Our buddy Dr. Two from uh, Patreon on Twitter says, come for the spinning gold movie. Stay for the epic 15-minute post-show bitching and griping session. Almost makes me want to join Facebook to see this stuff. Well, let me tell you right now, join Facebook. Jump into the Shout Out Loudcasters Facebook group, and you will never be bored again. Believe me. Um, so that's Twitter. What do you got on your end of the game? Over on Facebook. Kevon Jepson. Giggity, 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 giggity. Jesus. I really like this movie. Yes, the chick playing Joyce was hot. Yes. I went into it knowing it wasn't a kiss movie. I left my tart at the door. Yeah, Zeus. The comparison to the Temptation movie was awesome. That's probably my all-time fave. So good. Excellent review. Best part was the chocolate pudding. (laughs) (laughs) And I love the Shout It Out Loud cast. Hitting track at the end of the episodes. Great rant. Thank you. Yeah. Our buddy Jeff Kinsley says, great review. You guys got it. I also thought the movie was inspiring and fun to watch. If you watch it with an open mind. Mark Flores did some sort of Himosabi video he made with us talking. I love it. Oh, my God. Mark is awesome and very, very talented. Let me tell you. Uh, Ken Ryan says May 30th is release date for the DVD, apparently. Oh, nice. Jesse Ball says, it occurred to me what to call Bruce's style of speaking in his videos. High Kulik. Instead of 575 <laughs> for haiku, a high Kulik typically goes 234. Hey guys, Bruce Kulik. Love the podcast. Oh, Jesus. That's amazing. Lee Graham says, great review, guys. Like Tom, I enjoy virtually every rock biopic or doc. If Mm. nothing else, I need to see the spinning gold just to get your DeSantis reference. (laughs) Over on our Loudcasters group, John Whiteman put a picture of a rather hefty woman. Uh Uh-oh. And then 
somebody eating chocolate pudding with the oh, I saw that. Oh God, look like that reminds me of that two girls one cup video. Oh gross. Kelly Jem Blair involuntary jettisoned a mouthful of coffee, launched an <laughs> embarrassing snot rocket at light speed and fractured two ribs when Tom said, walk away, chief. Okay, gun smoke. Freaking hilarious. Great show. Oh, my God. Thanks. That's awesome. <laughs> On our Instagram page, we got a nice long comment here from Violently Lopez. Oh, yeah, Lopes. <laughs> Love the show, guys, but I have to respectfully disagree with you on Spinning Gold. Holy shit. Did that movie suck? Wow. Wow. I knew it was going to be what it was going to be. Nothing but a two and a half hour love letter from a son to his long dead father. That is about 95% bullshit Mm -hmm. in terms of historical accuracy. I would have skipped it. Mm. And if you're going to make a biographical movie, at least cast actors that sort of look like actual people. The guy who played Paul Stanley <laughs> looked like a 50-year-old key grip they put in front of the camera after the actual actor quit. I called that. I was yeah, like, that, what the that, fuck that, is that guy? That, that was bad. He that looked guy like the actor that was um Warriors come out and play. Yeah. He, he, he looked you know what he looked like a human version of like Squidward with hair with with hair. Yeah, like What's and then he was also in that actor was also I think in uh uh Terminator was it when well, not Terminator uh what's that fucking Commando you said you'd kill me last right I lied <laughs> yeah it's that same that same guy he was also in Forty Eight Hours too he's like a little twerp actor he's in all those movies fucking Arnold anyways and I and I look more like Bill Withers than the guy who played him. Considering I'm a chubby middle-aged Mexican, that's not high <laughs> praise for the casting department. This movie was a complete and utter slog to get through. But I'm glad you guys at least found something positive to say about it, because I sure as hell can't. Maybe there's wow. one positive. The guy who played Ace didn't have any lines. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I got fucked again. They screwed me. We got some great comments on YouTube, Tom. A lot of good ones here. Yeah. Yep. Paul R. I want more ace impressions, not less. Some people take themselves too seriously and have a shit sense of humor, I guess. Uh, Kiss is viewed as a nostalgia act by most of the world. It's ton of fun to talk and laugh about them and enjoy the music. But sadly, some people out there think that your podcast is the UN Security Council and that you're debating major global issues. We are. I hear you. It's irritating as fuck. Imagine taking yourself so seriously. Some people need a hobby and just step away from the laptop and get a life. Boys never change. Either listeners get the human vibe or they don't. Full stop. Nice. Bravo. Our buddy Marty White, my girlfriend, who has a steroid problem and built oh God, like Lou this is, Ferrigno. This is a good one right here. Slept in this morning. When she came out of the living room, I said, you woke up kind of late. She yelled, you called me woke. Then she clapped her hands and two wild birds flew in making sounds like. Kiar, kiar. <laughs> they swooped down and grabbed me and dropped me near a pasture. The horses in the pasture were scared out of their minds and they booted me. 
<laughs> all because I used the word woke. Boy, things have really changed. There's a lot of inside references there. A couple of those were Jerky Boy uh, uh, segments he mentioned. And uh, the whole woke thing we were just saying and uh, bitching about sh- people making stupid shit political, like kissed uh, posts, social media posts, sporting events. It, they shouldn't be. That's all we were saying. That's just that's a five star uh, subtle jerky boy quote right there. I, yeah. well, I don't know how subtle it was, but I love it anyways. My horse, he got mad. He booted oh, me across booted the bar. Kiar, Kiar. About the funk. I really enjoyed the film. I also had a theater to myself. Despite oh. some wonkiness with the kiss details, it was well done. I'm happy to get some type of tribute to Neil. We probably won't get another. Agree with Zeus. My preference would have been a more grittier vinyl type of episodic treatment. Mm-hmm. A nice love story to their dad from the Bogarts. I just lost my dad a year back, so it did check the sentimentality box for me. Sorry about that, about the funk. And um, absolutely you know, I, sorry, I buddy. With a lot about what you said there, and uh, so does a lot of other people. Uh, and we'll end with uh, Montreal Voots. Great episodes and kudos to bringing this movie to the Loudcasters. Thought it was well done and rightfully shown a light on one of the main reasons we're still able to occupy our time discussing this band. Without Bogart, Delaney, and the coin guiding the four guys during the beginning months, they could have been leather wool for sleaze bees of 1974. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking had to say this. <laughs> Condolences on the Bruins. Sad way to close out the season. Oof. So about that Bruins thing that I was oh, at. Oh God. Um so is so is the life of being a sports fan. I watched it's awful. it. I've seen so many bad things happen live at Bruins at Boston Garden. It, it, I'm numb to it. I know. It went to overtime, I knew we were gonna lose. Yep. And as soon as we lost, I looked, I said to my nephew, I fucking hate sports. Why do I do this? Why do I fucking do this? I fucking hate sports. And Mr. Casada. All weekend long, who had been torturing us. Ah, the Bruins are going to choke. Ah, and as soon as they lost, he's fucking giving us shit. And I'm like, I can't wait to see what your Rangers do. Uh-uh. And, and of course, his Rangers fucking lost, too. And we were laughing at him. So, and you know what he said back? He goes, I fucking hate sports. Yeah. I'm like, I just said the exact same thing. It's like, Dude, it, it was like- the heart out of you. It's so painful. It was like the I, I mean I know I'm a, probably a bigger Celtics fan than you, but the night after the Bruins lost Game Seven, it was Game One of the Celtics at home against Philly. Not only do they lose, but it was the most painfully embarrassing final thirty seconds. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, twice within twenty four hours in the Boston Garden have just shat all over us as Boston fit. You're right. And I'm, I'm sitting there in bed. I'm like, now I can't go to sleep. Why? These guys don't care about me. Why do I care about them? I, it's so annoying. I never sleep when they lose. I know. I'm miserable it's awful. the next day. I don't yep. listen to sports radio. If they win, I watch the game. I tape the game. I listen to it. I listen to sports radio. I listen to everything. But you're not and even happy because you just wait for the next game to get stressed out again. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I'll never forget 2011. Happiest day of my life when yep. they won the Super Bowl. The, the, the cup. When they, when, they won, when they won the Stanley Cup. Unbelievable. Yep. All right. It's not sports talk with Tom and Zeus. Um, 
You ready, Chief? Over back to you. Yeah, let's blow through some emails here, and then we'll get going. Uh, we got a good one here from uh, – this comes from our website, shoutoutloudcast.com. Again, you guys can send messages through the website, and we receive them in the form of an email. Uh, this comes from our good friend and Hall of Famer, Jim Riley. So we just we just finished talking about one person who's not in the Hall of Fame, Joey Casada, and now we're talking we'll about never Hall of Famer. Either. Yeah, exactly. He starts off by saying, Chiefs. God. <laughs> In my opinion, this was a great take on the movie. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm glad you guys were able to watch it with an open mind and not as a hardcore Kiss fan. Not a Kiss movie, obviously. Amazing timing for Kiss back then. The band is still going. Pretty awesome, the support and guidance they got from those people back then. The last 10 minutes of the episode was some of your finest. Telling it like it is for true Kiss fans. Yeah, Jim. Love it. Then we got an awesome email from our good friend and fellow Creatures Fest Angry Airline Gary Cap sent us a great email. Uh, and he he was talking about in regards to our question last week about what would you do if you could do it, you know, fly on Paul's rig, go up on Gene's riser, all that stuff. He sent us pictures of when he did the ultimate meet and greet out in Buffalo in 2020, right before COVID. He got to sit behind Eric drum kit. Uh, he held Gene, Paul, and Tommy's guitar, held a fire sword, tore the stage, got to wear Gene's boots, Paul's boots. Uh, he sent us pictures, incredible stuff. Um, very, very cool, Gary. Very cool. Uh, let's see. And then we got one here from Aggie Dad and Tiger Grad. I'm ending my week on a rant. So as a kiss tard, am I going to any of these 2023 shows? Hell no. I'm not going to a single show in 2023, and I could care less for these quote-unquote last shows. The Austin show is 60 miles for me. 60 miles? You want to drive 60 miles for? Hey, that's my that's, business. That's my business. Uh, the Austin show is 60 miles for me, and it could suck a fat one. The, oh, this is great. Jesus, this guy's been listening to us too long. The set list sucks. The playing is lazy. Especially for the fat face on drums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, oh uh, shit. Well, he's not done. Oh, my. Uh, I'm watching these three videos from the Midnight Special. Yes, we, we t- failed to talk about that last week. Great stuff on YouTube. Today's band is not anywhere near close to that band that exists back in the day. That energy has long lost, long left the building. And today's band is just terrible. Fuck songs like Say Yeah and Psycho Circus. What KISS fans want to hear that crap on their shows? Nobody. And if you do, join the Stuart fan club. <laughs> oh, my God. And then he starts going on, starts talking about Metallica and what they're doing. They just have a fuck them and that's why attitude. And it can suck a fat one. Rant over. Take a walk, chief. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Catch your breath, dude. God damn, we love you, but oh, I think these are great. Make it a, re- a recurrent theme where you send one every once in a while. And yeah, we'll just, read these. just purge yourself. Just purge. And by the way, we just want to let you know, we got both of the attempts. Oh, yes, we did. You did you. on yep. the website. The website, they went through. I don't know why you were yeah. having difficulty uh, confirming that they did, but they went through and your regular email went through. So we got yep. three. And before we wrap up feedback with one last thing, I just want to mention uh, a couple emails we got from our good friend James Campion, the author of Shout It Out Loud, 
the Destroyer book. We had him on when that book first came out, one of the greatest Kiss books ever. In-depth look at the making and the creation, writing, recording, producing of Destroyer. Uh, and he was commenting on the story of Beth from the Spinning Gold movie and whether it's true, false, creative liberties, anything. Uh, just great, great stuff from James. We definitely want to have him on again um, he spent so much time putting that book together. The details in the, it's, it's just a tireless effort from him. We rave about the book all the time. Please listen to that episode if you've missed it and please read the book if you haven't. So James, thank you so much for those emails and we look forward to hearing from you again and having you back on the show to talk more. And, uh, we haven't even reviewed destroyer yet, so who knows, but thank you, James. Yeah, that was so cool. Like yep. these are some of the perks that we get from doing the show. Like he, because we just simply asked him, like, did you see what happened in the movie? Yeah, and he gave us some inside, like when he heard about the movie was going to come out, who was originally going to be in it, what it was about, and yep. stuff. And uh, and then he talked about it. And he mentioned the section in his book that actually goes into details about the whole Beth thing, and yep. he gives a, a great explanation about it. And he's like. If just want to give you guys a, the pages and shout out loud that go into detail about what happened. Uh, and then he talks about Neil Joyce, Bill, and Casablanca and Kiss. And that's pages 85 to 89. You want that to let us know. And yep. we're letting you know. And it's just a great, great insight. And we really appreciate it. Yeah. Excellent stuff. Uh, we'll wrap up feedback with this one here. Again, from our website, uh, a message from Tally Faulkler. Subject says first ish time talker. Long time stalker. Oh boy. He starts off. Hello, Chief and Zeus. Oh man, I'm <laughs> fucked. Long time listener. Many times I have thought about writing to you, but just never got to it until now. I discovered you guys were on your Dress to Kill album review episode absolutely by chance. I was looking for a new podcast to listen to, specifically Kiss, and decided to see what else was out besides the usual stuff. I have witnessed your show get better over the years, having clearer sound quality. Thank you, Patreons. A more polished format, although I do miss all the Jerky Boys clips, the long drawn out pooping emails, and all the silly, silly, much like Kiss, you guys have been part of my life for a while now. So much so that I have vivid memories of listening to you while living some of the sweetest moments of my life. I have had two other kids since becoming a listener. Wow. Tom, I hope that you named them Tom and Zeus and Chief. <laughs> Tom and Zeus, I can say that you have made waking up in the middle of the night and fighting to stay awake to feed my babies a bit easier. I remember trying not to laugh as to not wake up my kids. I still look forward to listening to you now as much as I did back then because you guys have managed to keep the show relevant, funny, and interesting, even after growing so much and not letting it get to your heads. Anyways, suffice it to say that I'm a big fan. Thanks for creating the show and bringing great content to us, the fans, week after week. And then he submits a question, which we will get to eventually down the road when we do question of the week. But that is keep on rocking from Tally Faulkner. Tally, amazing. Yes, we interact with you occasionally. Uh, appreciate the funny, heartfelt, and personal email. God bless you and your family and your kids. Tally, for that, my friend, you are the comment of the week. Good answer. Good answer. I like the way you think. We're going to be watching you. <laughs> Tally. Yeah, Tally usually comments on uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Remember, I was I couldn't understand what my like, Tally ups. 
<laughs> you pass me. Tallywhacker? <laughs> right. All right. Right. Tom, what we do next is we uh, give a shout out to our family over on Patreon. Uh, Patreon is where you can subscribe, help out the show, and uh, we give you back some perks, some uh, merch, some input, some you know, one-on-one time. It's it's a great place if you are a loud caster. Um, the family that we have there has a lot of a you know we have a lot of inside jokes going on now, and the crew they all become buddies themselves. It's awesome when you see like social media posts and they're all commenting on each other's posts and they've all become friends. And uh, we can't say enough about Patreon. They've helped the show out tremendously. Um, The show continues to grow with Patreon's help. And, you know, if you want to help us out, the best way to do that is join Patreon. There's four different tiers. So find one that works for you. And if you have any questions on it, please reach out to us. Let us know. We uh, appreciate the support, Patreon. You guys are the best, and we want to make sure you understand how much you mean to us, and we can't thank you enough. Thanks again. And before I hand it over to Tom, we want to thank our newest member of Patreon, and that's Mike Reese. Mike joins us as a spaceman tier. Mike, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. And uh, I love your email, the handle. Uh, I won't say it out loud, but it's awesome. And uh, and Mike, thank you again. Really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Patreon, you guys rock. Uh, Mike, especially, thank you so much for joining. Truly appreciate the generosity and the support, and that goes for all of you. Um, you know, it, this has been a really, really busy time for us. You know, getting through March Madness, wrapping that up, finalizing the prize package for our buddy Josh, uh, and there's some stuff going on right now that you guys don't know about that you will hear sometime next week. And I think everybody is going to be like, holy fuck. No wonder these guys are so busy. Um, so we love you guys. Thank you so much. And again, Mike, huge shout out to you and welcome to the family. Thank you. Tom, what we do next is we go over to Kiss World. What's going on? Well, besides the tour, which is rolling along. Uh, and that's been fine. No breaking news with that. No set list stage changes, nothing crazy like that. Um, our buddy, Paul Stanley, first we call him Renaissance man. He's got to have his hands and everything. You know, if somebody passes away, he's got to say rest in peace, blah, blah, blah. Always got to get his hands into something. But I think he overplayed his hand here in the past week because whether you agree with him or not, that's not the issue here. He decided to post this really long and insightful and thoughtful, again, whether you agree or disagree, post about the whole transgender issue. Well, I'm not sure if he expected that to blow up the way it did, because that made it all the way to, like, CNN and Fox News and Blabbermouth and people like Daily Caller. I have friends from work who, like, don't you like Kiss? I'm like, yeah. They're like, did you see what Paul Stanley wrote? I'm like, yeah. So it went everywhere. Um, You know. What the interesting thing about all this, though, is I think sometimes we when we say this when Paul overshoots himself with something very minor. And from what I've seen, he's it, it's been crickets since he posted. That. He's had no response. Not that he has to make a response, but it's typical Paul Stanley. I'm going to put this real insightful, thought provoking post, and then I'm just going to go run and hide from it. 
um, you know, respond, respond, Paul. Okay. You said something, you're passionate about it. You seem to be educated on it in your own mind. Respond to it. Don't just throw a bomb and fucking walk away from it. That's the thing that that, what he posted, I could care less. I mean, it's confusing. Like, what are you doing? You're on tour right now and you're fucking Paul Stanley. No one cares what your thoughts are, Uh, but that's just me. Um, So that, that made it into the news. Uh, some other big news, our buddies are on the Mork cruise right now, and they announced the lineup for 2024, and one of the headliners is Zeus. Who's one of the headliners for Mork 24? Peter Chris. Oh, me. I, I'm one of the headliners. Yeah. Ace Fraley is going to be headlining Mork, uh, or one of the headliners. So I don't know. We'll see what that means. And uh, still, we talked about it last week, crickets on the Kiss cruise. And somebody already asked us, let's answer that right now. We are not going on the Monsters of Rock cruise next year. Fuck that. It's not happening. Okay. I know Ace is on it and that'd be fun. No, it's not happening. No, no. If there's no cruise, Zeus and I will go on the fucking Rock the Bells cruise with LL Cool J. Uh, <laughs> maybe, 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 maybe we'll do that. But uh, yeah, other than that, kind of quiet. Like I said, they're touring and, and that's about it. So. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is uh, Gene has an event, his uh, event in Vegas. Yes. Yep. Um, he's got that going on. And I think really that's it. Yeah, it's been quiet. No new announcements on any merch or anniversary stuff or no new off the soundboard thing. I know the Poughkeepsie came out a couple of weeks ago. So it's quiet right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tom. Tom, give me a second. Let me break the news to Ace that he's going on a, a cruise, and it's not the Kiss cruise. Ah, shit. Who's going to be on this one? Is it going to be me, Bruce, and that guy, Vinny? <laughs> Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. 
we're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S. All right, we're back. Yeah, Ace was devastated that he's not going to be on the Kiss Cruise and that he's being relegated to the Mork Cruise. And when he found out, some of the other bands that are going to be on it. He, he was, he was crushed. I mean, th- this was almost as bad as when he found out he didn't actually have a Grammy, not a good day for Ace. <laughs> well, it's a good day for shouting out Loudcast Cause I love these episodes. Me too. The music, baby love talking about the music. Music always makes me excited because we get rid of the venting and the bitching. And now we're starting to do the praising and that's kiss songs. The fifth kiss song on an album for some albums it's the last track some albums it's the first track for side two it all depends um but this one's uh, a little rough well yeah what you what, what you did what you didn't say is some fifth tracks are horrendous because <laughs> i gotta tell you right now as i'm as we're compiling this list it almost became a parody to me, at least I'm like, how, like, I think we said this when we did May the 4th last year. I'm like, damn, the fourth track spot. That must be where songs go to die. Uh, uh-uh. right now, <laughs> fifth place, because you're right. Usually fifth is the final track on side one. So I think that's where they just bury these because there is some dead meat on, on this list here, but it's kiss. And we can make a 10 track list out of anything. So, yeah. So let's do what we normally do, Tom. We uh, compiled our top 10. You want to go first or should I? Uh, Why don't you kick this one off? Okay. Number 10 for me is this. Let me tell you my story. I've got a man size predicament. It's a big one. Goes like this. Yeah. Never had confession. Never had a home. Never had no worry. Until I met. Virgin Mary 
That's right. They call her Domino. Okay. I love it. It's a great song. Um, and, you know, it's funny when you look at these songs, you're like, okay, do I like this better than that? Do I like that? Domino rocks. And it's another fun Gene song, non-makeup, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we all we all have learned to come to kind of love this song. Of course. And absolutely. I'm no, uh, different than anybody else. So I put Domino number 10. All right. All right. Uh, my number 10 might be a little surprising to people, but I'm telling you, the pickings were a little slim on this one here. <laughs> um, but I do like this song. It's fun. And I kind of surprised myself that it made the list. But my number 10 is this. That's the kind of sugar Papa likes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My buddy Peter Chris makes an appearance on Tom's it, list. It's a catchy song. And I'm like, you know what? This, th- these songs never make lists. Now it has an opportunity to make one. That's <laughs> I, awesome. I, I, I like it. It's a fun song. Nice. Yes. That's the kind of sugar Papa likes. Yep. And it's so good, Tom. It's my number nine. Ah, all right. That's a duplicate. Okay. Nice. All right. My number nine is this one. That's right. Why are you so uptight? What's <laughs> on your mind? Oh, man. Ace, huh? I lo- I'm not a huge. Everybody knows I'm not a huge fan of the Ace album. Sorry. Don't beat me up. Uh, but I do. like. I think what's on your mind is, is, a, is a really cool song. I think it's a really good, like, upbeat kind of almost like pop, pop melodic rock stuff from Ace, which is a rarity on that album. So yeah. that's my number nine. All right, Tom. Let's uh, go to classic kiss on this one. This is go my to number him. Eight. This is my number eight. 
Right. This one's off a live rock bottom. Dude, that's only number eight? Yep. Jeez. I can't now I'm really surprised by yeah. where we're going. If that if that's only number eight, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. The, honestly, looking at this list, and, and like we do every time we do these episodes, whatever we don't pick, we'll we'll go through all the songs and just kind of talk about them. But it, it it's yikes, it's an interesting list. Um all right, number eight for me, I know you have this, and you probably have it way higher than me. Well, you have to have it way higher than me because you don't have it yet. But here we go, my number eight. of destroyer flaming youth oh real okay wow see sometimes you surprise me okay i thought you liked that is your uniform yet uh leather tom oh yes absolutely yeah you can't tell fucking flaming youth <laughs> the the song title you yeah. don't like the you don't like the part of the end when it goes do 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 the little couple yeah no the the little the the little carousel music no no i don't (laughs) i'm gonna i'm gonna stick to classic kiss again with this at number seven right off the debut let me know oh i know you love that one yes good song i love the live version of it with the extended yeah. pie well you let me know yeah a great little live cut it's a good song and it's got some nostalgia for everybody because of being the first song they wrote right yeah yeah no it's that's that's not a bad one definitely not a bad one 
Um, all right, number seven. Wow, I didn't even realize two songs from this guy as the lead singer on my list. And uh, here's his second one. Chris appearance, baby driver from rock and roll over. Such a great song. It is. I love, I love this song. I think this is really one of Peter's best. I'm surprised that this wasn't a hit. I know they tried to push hard luck woman, but I think baby driver is way better than hard luck woman to me. Well, it's my number six, Tom. Oh, okay. So I, I'll just add to what you're saying. I just think it rocks his vocals screaming and all so that. So good. Oh, yeah. 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 And, it, yep. and, it, and it's just one of those tracks that I think get a little bit more attention now. Yeah. Because people are like, you know what? That fucking song rocks. And they don't really they don't play it. It's not on compilations. But yep. It fucking rocks. And it it just stands out specifically because yeah. it's on rock and roll over. And that's got that attitude of that whole album. Yeah. Well, you bring up a good point. I think you you see, we talk about this all the time on the show as, as time goes on and we continue to listen to kiss and see them in concert, those songs that aren't beaten into the ground, they just take on a life of their own. Yeah. Like that, that, like you Thank said, you. it's not, a, it's not on compilations. It's not yeah. played live. So when you hear it, you're like, fuck, this is a great song. I never hear it. Yeah. So that, that that's what makes it fun. Well, my number six for me is a duplicate. It was your number 10. Number six for me is uh domino. So love Did it. You say they call her diamond. Domino. Yeah. All right. Top five, uh, baby. What do we got? Number five, classic kiss. And Tom hates this. Oh, no. Rock and roll.
the Chuck Berry of Kiss. Let me go rock and roll. Rock and roll. Which should have been discussed in the Kiss news is that stepbrother of Elvis talking about the Kiss and Elvis connection, huh? And how they love this. And uh, Elvis was talking about this song. That right there. That right there, mama. That's a Chuck Berry. That's a Chuck Berry riff right there, mama. <laughs> nice. Who are these clowns in the makeup? What the hell is that all about? We got to win this race. We got a paint off face. <laughs> nice. We got to play guitar like Ace. Oh, boy. Here we go. Because it's not your place. <laughs> Good Lord, who's that singer over there? Oh, just gonna scare the children. Get them out of here. Get get Lisa Marie out of the room before that person. Hey, hey, you buddy, you don't need to. I have a bathroom in there. It's all pissing in the corner. Oh shit! I'm sorry. Sorry, I couldn't hold it. I I shit myself. I had one of your peanut butter jelly fucking fried banana sandwiches. It all mush in my underwear. Oh, come on. What the fuck, dude? Good Lord. Get that, get that <laughs> shitty pot kid out here. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Hey, did you ever hear the story of me shitting my pants at Graceland when I ate a fried bologna and a fucking peanut butter sandwich? <laughs> oh, that shit went right through me. <laughs> oh, God. So we have picked. We, we uh, this is what happens. We just lose track of ourselves. Uh, we have picked eleven songs so far, and only one non makeup. And it's the it, we both picked Domino. This is going to be interesting to see if anything gets picked. Uh, so let's go to my number five and see if I pick something uh, a little interesting here. I did. Off a of crazy nights, I went with hell or high water. Tom, that's my number four, so go on. Ah, okay. All right. Well, oh, go ahead. Talk about let's let's both talk about how much we love this song. Fucking song rocks. I love the remember we talked about this. Gene has that other voice that he uses when he that, sings that, this song. That low voice. Yeah. Yep. And he's trying to be oh god damn. Here I am. Ooh. And Ooh. Bruce is a friggin' god on this album. We talked about that. If you missed that, check out our crazy. And I love video. the back and forth at the end. I'm gonna love you. Come hella high water. It's awesome. Yeah. Fucking song rocks. Yeah, that's so good. Yeah. 
Gene's the standout on that album. We said yep. that before, but and, that's okay. And Bruce is the MVP. Yep, totally. Yep. All right, so that was your number four. All right, so back to me for my number four. Here we go. Take me away with my fourth selection. That's right. Got to take something off Paul's album. Take me away together as one. I love this song. It's so epic. It's so like melodramatic, but I love the outro. It's the guitars. It's it. it I love this song. Incredible song. Love nice it. Nice if Kiss explored that type of song, like the build yeah. up, the fucking different, you know, slow yep. into building and growing yep. and. It changes all throughout. I think that'd be great if they experimented a little more with that. But I agree. No, you're song. right. Really yep. good song. Great song. Yep. All right. Oh, I think we might have one of the next three that we're in the top three. That might be a duplicate. Other than that, I don't see it happening. And this is why I love doing these with you. Uh, yeah. Number three. Hit it. right off a of sonic boom oh. everybody's favorite song to hate 
And I've yet to meet one person who's ever commented and told me they like this song other than me. And that is Stand. Oh, love it. Love the back and forth. When you love need me. When you need me. And then oh. Paul goes, ooh. And then Gene begins his song. Oh, yeah. Oh, just, just love horrendous. it. Though. Between the vocals, the lyrics, <sighs> Tommy's guitar playing on it is awesome. The outro he does, emotional fucking. He's got a, a fucking kick ass groove going on the way out. Song I love. Love it. Stand. And if anything, because all you hate it, I'm getting more power. I'm feeling your hate and feeding it to myself and getting let stronger. The, let, the, let the hate flow through you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The only thing flowing through me is that banana peanut butter fried sandwich. Holy shit. I'm really flowing through me now. I've been shitting volcano fucking tar for the last four, four days. <laughs> My gym shorts are a mess. <laughs> I can't control my bowel movements. I'm numb from the waist down. What the fuck did you feed me, Elvis? How do we get here? How does this happen? You don't oh. believe in the scenario? Of Elvis getting in one of those disgusting sandwiches and Ace shitting himself in his house. Why is it always Ace? He just can't control his bodily functions. He's like a friggin' he's like a guy like it like an assisted living home who just like he's just never clean. It's just... All right, Jesus. Oh, that's a, that'd be a good episode of Uncle Ace. Uncle Uncle Ace at the retirement home. Hi, Hi Uncle, Uncle Ace. Ace. How you doing? Hey, kids. Thanks for coming. If you smell anything, it's just I haven't had time to change my pants. Well, Ace recalls his visit to Graceland. Oh, um, all, right. all right. You're number three. Number three. Uh, this has to be on your list. It's, I'm wondering if it might be number one because I know you. I love it, but I think you really love it. But this is my number three. Off the greatest Kiss album of all time, Tomorrow and Tonight from Love Gun. I was going to say, you're, I was waiting for the part where you say, off my favorite album, and you was coming. No, I, I, instead, instead, you said it's from the greatest Kiss oh, album. Oh, okay. I said, I said that. So, so oh, yes. it's not an opinion, it's fact. No, it's no. fact. Why did, why did you say in my opinion? It is your <laughs> opinion. You're saying it. But as a musician, it's a good song. All right, Tom. Number two. 
I know you don't have this. Hit it. Creatures of the night. Danger. I knew it. Fucking love it. I don't know what's better. Paul's vocals. The fucking drums are insane. The guitar. Everything on this this song rocks. This song kicks ass. I know the chorus is a little, eh. No. Danger. Danger. Oh, Paul. That's that's out that's, of the park. Yeah, that's the problem I have. The chorus, because you're right. I think the I think the verses in the drum, and but that chorus. Yeah, that's awesome. That's I great. But the, co- the the chorus is just ah. And then you listen one. to the drums, and then that bridge. Not I don't even think it's the pre-chorus. Under the gun, I'll be the one. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's great. In my hands, and yep. then the drum, and then at the end, that last one, doo-doo, doo-doo, danger. Oh God! Danger, Will Robinson. Remember that? Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's written right. by our good friend Adam Mitchell. That's right. Along yep. With Paul Stanley. All right. My number two is a duplicate. It was almost my number one, but my number one was too obvious. My number two is Rock Bottom. All right, sing it, sister. Number one. Number one, you already mentioned, is number three for you, and that's tomorrow and tonight. Yep. Should have been more popular than it is. Unfortunately, it came after one anthem after another, and that means it came after uh, Rock and Roll Night, and technically before that, let me go Rock and Roll, uh, Rock and Roll Night, then Shout It Out Loud, and then they try to do Tomorrow and Tonight. I think it's just one too many anthems in a row. Yeah, I I, I hear what you're saying, and I know a lot of people said, I, I just think that's kind of, I don't think it should be penalized for that, because it's still a good song. No, like, I, just, I get it. Yeah. I'm just saying like it didn't. Maybe no, no, it didn't no, I agree connect with, with people. Right. It did, no. They didn't put it on comps or anything else. Right. But that song rocks. I mean, and it's, vo- it's great. The, the and vocals it's on a live. are great. Yeah, and it's the on a live lyrics, too. Yeah, the lyrics are great, but it's yep. not really part of the concert set. Oh, no, I know, but it's on a, It's on there. But um, yeah, I, 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 
I mean, I, I don't, you know, I don't have to tell you much. I love it because it's love gum, but I'm surprised it kind of just gets buried. And some people just like, eh, it's okay. I'm like, eh. oh, no, no, no. It's better than okay. I agree. I agree. Uh, number one for me, I was very happy to see that this was the fifth track on this album. Easy number one for me. Here we go. One of my favorite Gene songs of all time off of one of my favorite albums of all time, Charisma off of Dynasty. I, I know you don't even, like it. And I, I know. Even I know. Have it. Yeah, no, I know. And I know some people don't like it. Some people think it's approaching overrated status, which is fine. But Dynasty plus Gene equals awesome for me. So let's go to a couple honorable mentions. Okay. Uh, for me, I would probably have Under the Rose. Oh, wow, okay. Yep. And then I would probably go next with uh, what makes the world go round. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I would go, I would probably go with um, let me know. And I would probably also put what makes the world go round. Yep. So, Tom, just looking at this list. Yeah, let's very, go through the list. Yeah, it's very polarizing. It's not a good list. It's it's especially when you get to the non makeup. It's it's actually quite terrible. So I look at it as like for me, once I get into really like five through ten, those songs, and this is how I made my list, and it's kind of cheating. Yep. But I went to our song rankings, and I put the where do I have this ranked? And that's how I made my list. So it was very easy for me. Yeah. No. You know what? Tomorrow tonight was eighteen for me on that list. Danger was the next highest ranked song for me. That was 24. I mean, my last ranked song, 10, uh, Domino, is ranked number 70. Not yeah, the reason why all the albums yet, but yeah, the, the reason why I did not do that, and I and I'm glad you brought that up. So, in case the Kiss Tards try to cross reference and compare to me, rankings are just like a living, breathing thing for me. So, like when I ranked this, I ranked, I think I made my list yesterday you know, May 2nd. So that was it. Like, I don't want to go back historically and be like, well, when I did this, I had Domino, you know, 113th. So I can't have it first. Like, but I get what you're saying. I do. And I, I, I totally understand that. It all varies. Yeah. It varies. I can look at the list and be like, you know, why did I, but what's great about this is I had songs like flaming youth, which I never ranked. We've never done destroyer. Uh, We had songs like uh, stand. We haven't done sonic boom. Give me more, which I like that song. And I'm looking at this list and I'm like, you know what? I should have a lot of these songs higher. I like I'm alive. I like lonely. Let's let's go through the list. We had everything off of the original albums. We had let me know. Let me go. Rock and roll. Rock bottom. Flaming youth. Baby driver tomorrow and tonight. Those. No, we didn't. 
Yeah, well, they were taken, but we have duplicates of some of them. We don't have duplicates of let me go rock and roll. You don't like that. No, 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 but I'm saying I'm saying they were at least taken. I understand that, but I'm saying, you know, most people think the classics are definitely going to get picked. But I didn't have Flaming Youth. You did. We both have Baby Driver. We both had Rock Bottom. We both had Let Me Know. Yeah, and to, yeah we, both, we both had Tomorrow, and tomorrow Tonight. Tomorrow Tonight, yes. Uh, the solo albums, interesting. You didn't take anything from the solos. No, I like What's On Your Mind, and I probably would have had that shit now that I'm looking at this. I have that rank higher than what makes the world go round, but fuck it. Who cares? That's what I said. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Uh, what's on your mind? True confessions. Take me away. And that's the kind of sugar. Yep. But charisma. I know you don't like that. That was my number one. But, but before you go further, oh, Tom, go ahead. Go ahead. Interesting. I think, well, you did take, take me as one. I'm like, that's the kind of sugar got put on both our list. That's the best fifth song from the solos. Wow! Yeah, the fact that it made both our lists—that's yeah. that's, that, that's rough. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. So charisma—that was my number one. I know you're not a big fan. We no. what makes the what makes the world go round was an honorable mention for the both of us. You had under the rose as an honorable mention. You had danger on your list. Give me more. Ter- we haven't done lick it up yet, but that song's fucking horrendous. It's oh brutal. no, fucking brutal. fast kiss. You love it. No, you hate Lonely is the Hunter. I can tolerate it. I don't. Why do you it. say I hate it? I just told you I like it. I'm you always sh- you always shit on that and Murder in High Heels. You're thinking of the other song, While the City oh, Sleeps. Oh, While the City Sleeps. Okay, yeah, my mistake. I don't, my I don't mistake. shit on Lonely is the Hunter. Okay, look, all right. I'm alive. Unlistenable. Um, nope, nope. Disagree. Okay. Hello, high water. We have uh, Read My Body. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah, not good. Dump. Domino, we both had. I will be there. Not. I'm a huge carnival guy. Not good. We are one. Yikes. Stand. God bless you. And uh, honestly, I fucking can't stand monster. Show mercy is not that bad. It's not. That is not a terrible song. I think that's my second least ranked song. I think read my body was my least read my body. And then shout mercy was next. And then I think we are one. Oh, yeah. This is this is a this is a this is a really really tough list and 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 that's why I know I remember when we started this series and people were like well, what are you gonna do best eighth song yes yes we will yes we will we In will our eighth season we'll do it so yes. you know what I find interesting though here Tom I don't think any song in number five would make any like if we did survey says a hundred kiss tards top twenty kiss songs. None of these songs would make top 20 kiss songs overall. I think the close this is, and maybe this is just me being slanted towards loving the song. I think rock bottom is probably the only one that even has a chance, a chance. Maybe just because of a live and it's classic era kiss, but yeah, other than that, but still I'm just saying, but there's I no, think you're like, right. if people throw my favorite kiss songs, it's not on how here. many times you hear people say rock bottom. No, you. I. You're right. There's not but many I, songs on here that people would say that. I don't think anything right. in number five is like a fucking can't miss. And I think I, because we said on usually on on vinyl and cassettes, especially vinyl. Or now you, that I think about it, Tom, this is this is this is the end of the first. This is the usually the last song on side one. Is let me go rock and roll the only song they play on 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 the fucking end of the road? Yep. Yikes. Yep. Right. Good call. Yep. They played Flaming Youth here and there in the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. But these non-makeup songs, you'll never hear one of these. These are the deepest. Oh, actually, the deep Rock cuts. Bottom. Didn't they play Rock Bottom on the cruise? 
on the cruise i think so yeah yeah i mean but these non these these yeah. non makeup songs the, the the second half of this list you will never hear these songs ever ever yeah well i love these fucking things well, I like it because like I, yeah, I, I I like it because it's a different way to examine songs and and rank them in a way that we would otherwise never never do. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's why we like going down. So you know, next time you'll will be the it'll be the sixth song, and it'll be hopefully not a mess like this, but it's still fun to talk about it and break down how they kind of do this. So it's always about the music. We love it. Yep, Tom. What we do next is we go to question of the week. What do we got? All right. All right. Our question of the week comes from Joey and it's not signed. So I don't know who to give credit to. Sorry. (laughs) It says, what's up guys. I don't know if this has already been question of the week, but it's something that I'd love to hear what you guys think. If Peter and Ace had gotten their shit together in the seventies and stayed with kiss, could kiss have survived the eighties? Or would they become one of those bands that plays state fairs and barbecues for 20 bucks a ticket? The 80s hard rock and metal scene required shredding guitar plays and drummers that could play double bass. Neither Peter or Ace had the chops to do that while other bands were doing it. Eric Carr, Vinnie Vincent, Mark St. John, and Bruce Kulick certainly could. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Zeus? There's no way Kiss would have survived with those two. Kiss would have become one of those bands that were so uncool because they don't look the part in the 80s. Even Gene could pull it off somewhat. Paul lived for it. Imagine Ace. Like, people want, like, decent-looking, like, bands. Kiss wasn't going in the Iron Maiden Judas Priest, like, uh, vibe where, like, we're just tough and we play hard, you know, metal-type music. Right. They were going for the glam pop metal shit. Yeah. Imagine Ace trying to be like the good looking guitarist or Peter. Like, what chicks are going to be throwing themselves at them? They're not. It just, they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't have been able to find their niche and they'd be less into that kind of, you know, like uh, where they ended up being in that hair metal kind of genre where they were able to survive and hang out with the big boys and do their own thing. Uh, without with Peter and Ace in there, yikes! You see that happening. All right, here's why I think they have a shot, and and uh, it's it, it, let's not get into the drugs and alcohol. We're just saying if they stayed in the band and were functioning and everything. So the question references shredding guitar plays and drummers that could play double bass. I get that, but not every band did that. Okay, if you go back and look at the at Kiss's debut album and even Rock Bottom, lots of like popish poppy metal type stuff that was obviously massive in the mid to late eighties. The early eighties was the stuff of Def Leppard priest maiden, that kind of stuff. But I think they could have jived with simple poison like songs like Bon Jovi type songs, songs like from the first album, like a song like firehouse or a song like strutter could, you could turn that into, into like an eight, like a simple song. I, I don't I, I don't know. I think look wise, I think Zeus hits it on the head. Peter and Ace just don't have it. And Gene kind of did. Paul definitely did. Um, honestly, and I don't I know we shit on Monsters of Rock Cruise. We we joke about it. I think Kiss would be on Mork. Right? I think they would be just would be on Mork with 40 other bands mm-hmm. and it would be a nostalgia act and they'd play 
10 or 12 songs and and that would be it so um I know it's interesting. I my, some of my favorite questions of this is is the what are the what if questions. Uh, but Joey, thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate the question. Always a good time when we get these. And anybody, if you want to be part of our question of the week, we do one every single week. Please email us, send us a DM, Facebook, Twitter, whatever you want. Go on our website, send us. We read questions every week. So if we don't get to your question right away. We bank them. We have a whole pile of questions, and we pick out one every week. So please be part of the show. So thank you. Tom, where can people find us? Well, we've mentioned it a bunch of times this episode. It is our fantastic website, shoutoutloudcast.com. You can find all of our episodes there, all the Shout Out Loudcast episodes, album review crew, Dorm Damage, Zeppelin Chronicles. Everything's alive and well with all of our shows. You can go there, check out all of our rankings, comment on everything, links to merch, links for our social media, our Patreon. Everything is right there. So please check us out at shoutoutloudcast.com. And of course, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Uh, Please tag us, comment, all that stuff. Interact. We love it. And, of course, our wonderful Patreon family. You guys rock. And huge shout-out to Mike Reese this week. Thank you. And we don't pat ourselves on the back that often on the show, but this week we're going to because we like to say that we're a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network of Shows. And for the month of April, Shout It Out Loudcast was the number one ranked show on Pantheon. So we're proud of that. We don't pound our chest too often, but this month we're going to. So check those guys out. Tons of great shows on there. Uh, you can go to pantheonpodcast.com or check them out on social media. Uh, and we're proud to be part of that group. Yeah, there's a close to about 100 fucking podcasts on there. Yep. There are people like, I don't know, Carmine Peace, Martin Popoff, Mistress Carey. Yep. There are uh, fucking guys that have a vote in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yep. Uh, there are some big names on Pantheon. And this little old kiss podcast is number one. Yeah. They are fucking pulling out their hair going, what the fuck is going on? Because I will never forget when we joined them. And by the way, thanks, Daryl Alber. Wink, wink. He knows. Yep. Yep. When we joined them and we're like, dude, we just started. Like, why aren't they looking for a bigger podcast? Yep. You know? And they believed in us because Daryl fucking was the was the man telling yep. them these guys are the best. Yep. And we and they took a chance on us, and we're their number one fucking show out of a hundred podcasts they have. Yeah, pretty cool. And that's yeah. the, and that and that's a huge kudos to all of you guys listening because obviously that doesn't happen without you guys fierce support of the show. Yeah. So thank you. We got fucking like legendary musicians that yep. have shows on this stuff. Yep. We have like music critics. We have music authors. We have big name people. People have been in the industries, this and that. And we have Tom and Zeus who didn't even, who had to watch YouTube tutorials on how to fucking start a podcast. And we just spent 20 minutes talking about Zeus shitting himself at Elvis's house. So that's that. that um, so- it, it was Ace. It wasn't me. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Not yet. What's the secret? What is the formula you guys use? <laughs> why don't you listen to the show and you'll find out um i just listened to them talking about some guy eating a banana peanut butter sandwich and shit in his pants at elvis's house that's number one baby <laughs> that's what it takes that's the show that's that's the that, show that's a show right there right exactly. that's it 
Well, Tom, people can DM us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Tom has got a TikTok account now, and he's obsessed with it. It's trouble. It's fucking trouble. So my suggestion when this show ends, I'm going to tell him, take over the Shout Out Loudcast TikTok and start fucking putting out some content on that, big guy. If I can learn, I I don't know how to make content on TikTok. I just know how to follow and, and watch shit. As soon as I can figure out how to manage and create and make content, I will absolutely take Look over. Look out. I will take over the TikTok on Shout Out Loudcast. I will. Yep. I, will I definitely do the, will do that. I will do the TikTok. I will, I will, show, show, you I will show you the Stooges. Yes, <laughs> I will do the TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. Uh, we just put up the video portion of our interview with Mike Portnoy. So, you know, sometimes people just listen to YouTube because that's their preference. And it's always the static image of our fucking logo and they listen to it. But yep. this one is the interview, and you actually get to see us all laughing. You get to see uh um Mike's background of his place where it's fucking so cool. It's awesome. Uh, and it was a great interview. So if you want, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Give yeah. us one of those five star child reviews, which helps the show out tremendously. We always talk about that. How can you help the show? Number one, Patreon. Number two, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Go on there and do that for us. Take the minute. If you're listening to us now, stop what you're doing. Do it now. And do it now. No later. Now. <laughs> um, and then you can always go to our Amazon uh, store, which is right on our website when it's right on the landing page. And obviously our merch. Go get some Shout It Out Loudcast gear. All those ways are great to help the show. Um, please. You can email us at shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com, shoutitoutloudcast at gmail.com. And you can check out our website, shoutitoutloudcast.com, shoutitoutloudcast.com. Tom, what we like to do is end on famous last words. Do you have any famous last words? I do. Check me in to lose or win. I'm living memories. The drift begins. The dream of it sets me free. Ooh, take me. That's right, baby. Away. Danger. Danger. Give me danger. Danger. Give me measures of pleasure. And pain boiling the blood in my veins. Tom, Loudcasters, Kiss Army, thank you. Guys, you're the best. Thank you so much. Every week, you guys rock. You got some special stuff coming your way soon. So get ready for it. Zeus, as always, my friend, thank you. Peace out, Girl Scout. Bam! Hello? Yo, what's up? I, I want I want you to hear my rap album. Uh-huh. Yo, what's up? This is my name is Curly G Cradle Rock. Uh-huh. Yo, I got some good music. I want to come down there and yo, bam! I want you to play that. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 